power in the name of there's healing in the name of there's salvation in the name of the Bible says that demons tremble at the sound of that name Jesus Welcome to the ministry of Bishop Emmanuel Louis Interfel of the Anakazo Assemblies Cathedral of the United Denominations originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Interfel is a medical doctor and senior pastor of the Anakazo Assemblies Cathedral of Fakor Katwa. A seasoned and anointed preacher and teacher of the Word of God followed with miracles, signs and wonders. His in-depth teaching of the Word of God will change your life forever. Now, here's today's message. To be pleasing you, pleasing you, this is all I really want to do.
to please you. I bring my heart before you to remove. Make of me a vessel fit for
rainmaker, miracle worker, promise light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. Promise people, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. They make miracle work, a promise keeper, light in the darkness, that is who you are. You are here, walking in. Turning lights around, we worship you, we worship you. You are here, you are changing destinies, Lord. We worship you, we worship you. Hallelujah! Give the Lord a wonderful, wonderful. Hallelujah. Father, thank you for a blessing in Jesus' name. Amen. Please be seated. Hallelujah. Now, I want to talk about how to build and grow a strong basenta. How to build and grow a strong basenta. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your presence. We love you in Jesus. How many of you love the Holy Spirit? Amen. Hallelujah. Now, I have a, a book here. It's called The Holy Spirit. How many of you have seen this book before? You have seen this book before? Okay, The Holy Spirit, how you can relate with and, grow, and know the greatest helper you have forgotten about in your life. The Lord blessed me to write this book last year, and it was forwarded by the prophet himself. And uh, I've just finished writing a book on Basentes, the cell system. 20 chapters. All right. And uh, so uh, we are believing God that we'll be able to publish it. Amen. But I want you to get a copy. All right. You must know the Holy Spirit, otherwise, you won't do well in life. Amen. All right, now, how to, how many of you have been watching my program, Church Growth, It Is Possible, Church? How many of you? Okay, every Monday uh, on Healing Jesus TV, 7 p.m., and also on my Facebook page, you can watch it. All right, I'm there with uh, Bishop Eric, we talk on Church Growth. It's been watched all over many, many countries. So make sure that you also uh, listen. 7 p.m. every Monday. Church growth, it is possible. I don't. Healing Jesus TV, okay, or online. If you watch on Healing Jesus, you don't use credit. Hallelujah. 
how to build and grow a strong bacenta. So now, now, um, after you have done your person-to-person evangelism and gotten some people, all right, you now have to group them in your bacenta, all right, and your bacenta starts as a little group as an ICU, intensive care unit. So, Bacentas start as ICU. Write it down. Intensive care unit. Now, at the level where it is an intensive care unit, where is Pastor Clifford? Where is Pastor Clifford? Okay, I need an acaso. At the level that it is a little group, you bring the people to church in private cars. In private cars. Hallelujah. I got what I'm saying. All right. So an ICU is a developing bus center that is brought to church. Okay. Bishop Eric, where's my where's my glass? Jabarik. Okay. As uh, as a developing bus center that is brought to church. Okay. In a private car that is an ICU. So all the potential shepherds, when we go after this camp, you are all going to start your bus centers. Alright? And then you begin to bring them to church. Okay? So you have five people, you have uh, uh, five people, six people, seven people. You get a private car and put them in or you can also put them in, uh, on Okades or taxis. I get what I'm saying. Anything which is not a bus is called a batenta. Batenta. Say batenta. Say batenta. Hallelujah. I got what I'm saying. Anything which is not a bus is a batenta. Now, when you build uh, your ICU, you must now grow it into a basenta. The difference between a batenta and a basenta is that in a basenta you are bringing a bus. A bus full of your bus center members. And we normally use urban buses. And an urban bus takes 15 people. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. How do you grow your bus center? How do you build a strong bus center? There are certain keys that you need. The first key is the key of anakazo. The key of Anakazo. Now this morning, I showed you the uh, the story of the man who called people to his supper and they all gave excuses. Hallelujah. They all gave uh, excuses. Okay. Now, 
Let's look at the scripture again. And the Bible says that, Then said he unto him, A certain man made a great supper, and bade many, and sent his servant at supper time, to say to them that were bidden, Come, for all things are now ready. And they all with one consent began to make excuse. Now listen to me, my brothers and sisters. One of the things that fight the growth of your center and of the work of God are excuses. Excuses. And, and immediately, most of you here, you, you understand because you have been giving a lot of excuses. Yes. When the bus came, you said that that day your stomach was pain. Your stomach was not pain you at all. That day you said that your mother has sent you. Your mother has not sent you. Do you understand? That day you said that you were having a headache. You see, you wanted to go and watch your favorite football match. So when you looked at it, by the time you go to church and come, you have clothes. Who is that? Oh, today let me just, you know. Can everybody sit up? Okay. Please, everybody sit up. Sit up. Sit up. Sit up, please. Everybody should sit up. Everybody should sit up. Please. Immediately I start preaching. Everybody sit up like this. Now stand up and sit down. And sit down. And stand up again. And sit down. And stand up again. And sit down. Yeah. Are you alive now? How many of you are alive? Okay. I need pastors to move around to police people to make sure that people are active. Satan steals the word of God through sleep. We should not allow him. Amen. I get what I'm saying. Excuses. Now, the Bible said that and they, they all with one consent began to make excuses. The first said, now, let's look at the excuses. Okay? Because an excuse is just an excuse. It's not, it's not real. It's not the truth. It's just an excuse. I get what I'm saying. Yes. So, so the first said unto him, I bought a piece of ground and I must need to go and see it. I pray thee, have me excuse. Now listen. Okay. This was his excuse. I bought land and I am going to inspect it so I can't come. Really? The man has invited you for supper. When is supper? Supper is in the, in the, in the night. Seven o'clock. Eight o'clock. That is when there is supper. If you have bought land, you bought land three weeks ago. Is it in the night that you have to go and inspect your land? Are you not afraid that a snake will bite you? So how many of you realize that it was just an excuse? Yes. But, but somebody is saying that around that time there will be no langers. That, that you should know that it's not a good land. <laughs> Next excuse. Let's look at it. And another said, I bought five yoke of oxen and I go to prove them. I pray thee, have me excuse. I bought five cars. I want to go and test. Number one, do you use one evening to test five cars? 
And then in the evening, hmm? is it in the evening? Maybe you should, you should test it during normal traffic so that if cars are crossing, you can brake to see whether the brakes are working. Do you understand it? Whether you can turn, you know, and all that is an excuse. The worst of all is the third one. And another said, I've married a wife. And therefore, I cannot come. Ah! If you have married a wife, you na honeymoon cry, didn't take her. The honeymoon you took her to your mother's house. Marriage that you have done in the morning, honeymoon period in your house, morning, breakfast is nkontomre and mpotompoto. Afternoon, mankani fufu and lye soup. You know, in the, you couldn't even give her any good treat. And then somebody has invited you Bring your wife, your newly married wife, to a proper dinner with dinner table, dinner, uh, dinner clothing, cutlery, three courses, dessert, course one, course two, course three. I mean, and enjoy. And you are saying that you can't come. How many of you as a guy is just giving excuses? Yes. Now, but watch this. Watch this. Watch this. In spite, and this is the point I'm making. Okay. Are you going home? Eh? Now, but there's one thing that I want you to see. This man, he still had a good party. And the place was full. The place was full. Continue to read. Look at it. So that servant came and showed his Lord these things. Then the master of the house, being angry, said to his servant, Go out quickly into the streets and the lanes of the city and bring in thither the poor and the maimed and the halt and the blind. When you go for your center meeting and it is empty, get angry. Don't accept it. Say no. No, no, no. Pastors, when you go to church and the place is empty, don't be happy. No, don't walk around. I mean, pastor, like that, chibol, like that. Be angry. Be angry. When I say be angry, godly, you know, anger. So, where are the people? I must do something. You see, it takes a certain attitude to have people at your center meeting and to have people in your church. You must have a certain attitude. The attitude of no. The people must be here. So, the servant went to do all that and then came back. And what, what did he say? And the servant said, Sir, it is done as thou hast commanded. And yet, there is room. And then now, the Lord gave him a strategy. Brother, sit up. Nobody should sleep when I'm preaching. Nobody should sleep, please. Don't close your eyes. I'll give you the formula. If you're feeling sleepy, you wake up, go and stand, it goes and you come. Don't sit and sleep. Alright? Now, guys, don't provoke me because I can sack you from the camp. Yeah, and when we sack you, you go on your own. And some of you, you don't know how to go back. No, you don't know how to go back. Yeah. You've never come to Accra or Mampon. No. It's only Okru Kwanta that area, local champion. 
You don't know which bus, which bus are you going to take? To where? So pray that I don't sack you. Otherwise, it will be very difficult for you. Yeah. Amen. I hear you go home. So everybody sit up. I need, you know, a can-do attitude. Yeah. You've already wasted my time. So, Charlie, my patience level of you is very, very low now. Yeah. If you joke, I'll sack you. And I can sack about 150 people. So, tell your friend that be careful because we are just about to be sacked. I need a pastor. Okay, Pastor, I can stand up on this lane. Yeah, every lane, up and up and down. Catch you now. Go in. We are going. Heaven knows where we are going. We know we will. We will gather. Heaven knows how we will gather. We know we will. It will be hard. We know that the road will be muddy and rough, but together. chapter 14 and verse 23. The man gave his servant a key. And this is the key that God is giving to you for you to grow and build a powerful center. He said now and the Lord said unto the servant go out into the highways and hedges and compel them to come in that my house may be filled compel them. This time, uh, no soft invitations. This time, not if you like, come. But this time, compel them. The word compel is the Greek word anakazo. I want every shepherd, every pastor to get a copy of this book. Anakazo, it is called anakazo, the compelling power. Hallelujah. Eh? Are you going home? This man had the unfortunate experience of spending a lot of money on a big party inviting people only to find out that most of them wouldn't come. 
This man was very surprised about their rejection of his invitation. He became angry as he listened to the excuses of those he had invited. In his anger, he decided to invite anybody he found on the street. Imagine having a party with people you don't even know. Unfortunately, at that time of the night, there were not so many people around. Even after inviting those in the street, his party was relatively unattended. He then decided to invite the sick, the blind, and the handicapped. Imagine that. What an unusual selection of party goers. His party was full of the non-entities and the down and out of society. Hallelujah. Growth through an akazo. I believe this story is symbolic of the Lord Jesus sending us out to invite people to him. It is also symbolic of pastors sending out their members to evangelize the world. I've discovered that every time I embark on evangelizing the world, inviting many people to a great supper, I encounter the same things that this man encountered. However, I believe this man was a success. In spite of everything, he had his party and his house was full of guests. It might not have turned out the way he initially wanted, but he had his party anyway. You see, God is sending out his church to invite the whole world to know Christ. Unfortunately, many of those who are invited do not respond. The Jews were the first to be invited to know the Lord, but they rejected Christ and the gospel moved on to the Gentiles. Many of the elite who live in large urban centers hear the gospel on television and in church. However, they do not receive the message but rather criticize preachers. Again, the gospel is passed on to the poor and non-elite in villages. They willingly receive the word because they have no other hope but God. Now, why is anakazo important? Number one, anakazo is important because only a certain type of evangelism will lead to church growth. Amen? Eh? Only a certain type of evangelism will lead to church growth. Amen? Now, I'm, I'm, I'm teaching you on why anakazo is important. So, why is anakazo important? Anakazo is important because only a certain type of evangelism will lead to church growth. People are not going to be convinced or compelled to know God through our little church games, our Mickey Mouse church programs and bazaars will not go very far in today's world. We must go out there and drive them to go. Amen. Amen. Hello. We must go out there and do what? And do what? And do what? And do that. Push them to church. Yes. If you are going, to, if your bar center is going to grow and be strong, you are going to need the spirit of anakazu. A militant spirit that doesn't give up, that doesn't accept excuses, an overcoming spirit, a can-do spirit. It's like we are going to church. It is possible. You can come. You can serve the Lord. You can be a Christian. 
How many of you understand that? Amen? You see? Oh, Sunday, my church is good, so come to church with me. Nobody will follow you. No? Yeah, tell the person you must come to church. It's very important. Overcome every excuse. One time, I don't know, was it there? Was it a Hamatan Bible seminar? I was teaching somewhere and I showed a video about uh, who has that video? It must be somewhere. I saw it recently. Who has it? There's this guy. Eh? Do you have it? Sorry? Yes, yes, yes. No, but who has it? Somebody must have it. Uh, my media people do have it. There was this guy who went to invite somebody to church. Eh? Who has it? Do you have it? Show it. Show it right now. Now, that is an akazo. I want you to see it. How many of you have seen that video before? Eh? Yes. You see, an anakazo man does not accept excuses. Yes. Yes. Even you yourself, you must not accept certain excuses about you. When you wake up and you are feeling lazy, you say, rise up. What do you mean by you are feeling lazy? We are going to church. I'm going to church. If you follow your flesh, you can never do anything for the Lord. Your flesh wants to eat. Your flesh wants to sleep. Your flesh wants to dance. Your flesh doesn't want to fast. You need the spirit of an akazo to rise up, to compel yourself, to force yourself to do great things for the Lord. I am talking to you about how to grow and build eh, a strong center. You need the key of anakazo to draw people to church. To compare people to church. To make it necessary for people to come to church. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. How many of you have understood Anakazu? Yes. There is nothing that the guy could say he said, today you are going to church. That is the spirit of Arakaz. Yeah. He was even ready to polish his shoe. Hello? Eh? Yes. That is Arakaz. That is what we need to bring people into the... Because people have excuses. Look at him. His last excuse was that the only soap he uses is geisha. Is that let me say something that this guy he doesn't have. He said, Okay, sure. I have it here. Even even before you say you don't have toothpaste, it's here. You don't have uh, how do you call it uh, deodorant, it's here. How many of you understand the message? Eh? An acaso is important because the people will feel. Because, because that will fill our empty churches. Because the people that will fill our empty churches are not in places where they can receive bourgeoisie invitations. Yes. Number three. 
dear pastor, without an akazo, your church is going to be empty. If you don't practice an akazo, your church will be empty. Many churches are empty. Many bacentes on Sunday, the bacentes that come to church, some bacentes don't bring anybody. They don't bring anybody. It's, have you seen this pastor? Do you think that his church will be empty? Eh? Yeah. And this guy, the day he stepped in church, that is it. This pastor will never allow him to leave. Huh. How many of you realize that? Yeah. And some of you, that is why today you are sitting in church. Because a certain pastor came with Anakazu. How many of you now, when you think about this story, you realize that the man, he had Anakazu that even today, you are sitting in church. Clap your hands for that pastor. Clap your hands for that shepherd. Hallelujah. Eh? Without an akazo, many churches are going to die a natural death. Yes. The people will finish. There are shepherds here. Your pastor gave you a basenta or a center of 10 people. As we are speaking right now, all the people are finished. All the people are finished. The center that we are giving, 30 people, they are finished. Yes. Because you are not an Anakazo man. Receive the spirit of Anakazo. Receive the spirit of Anakazo. Receive the spirit of Anakazo. Lift up your right and say, I am an Anakazo man. I am an Anakazo man. Hallelujah. Amen. You see, that is why in the morning I was teaching you about compassion, burden, desire. Now, let me ask you a question. What do you think inspired this pastor to do all that he did? Do you think that he doesn't have time? I mean, do you think that he's not an important person? Look at even the way he was dressed. Do you think that, I mean, he couldn't speak English? He did everything that he did because of love, compassion, desire, burden for the loss. Burden for the loss. You see, when you, when you, when you think about sinners, you want to do everything to help them. You want to do everything to help them. You want to do everything. We give up too early. We give up too early. Even coming for this camp. There are many people who didn't want to come to the camp. This excuse, I don't have this, I don't have this, I don't have this, I don't have 15 ganas, I don't have 20 ganas, I don't have this. But you see, caring pastors, caring basenta leaders, caring center pastors, make sure that you are here. And as you are here, how many of you are happy? Even, even where you are, you have never seen a place like this in your life before. Say the truth. Say the truth. I say, say the truth and shame the devil. Yeah, until Vida in my chest says, No Let up your hand. Say, No Yes. She got her healing through 
a miracle service. When she was testifying, she was saying that I, I look, as for truth is one. I'm, I'm speaking the truth. God has healed me. And I said, this Sunday she's coming to church in her, in her high heels to prove her healing. Can I have an amen? amen. How many of you realize anakazo is important? Without anakazo, your basenta will die. Yeah. Shepherds and pastors, that is why your basentas are dead. No anakazo. So to grow a strong a strong powerful basenta, you need to be an akazo woman. An anakazo man. Yes. Hallelujah. Huh? Wow. Life is becoming more hectic and people are becoming more busy in the 21st century. People are busy. So without Anakazu, they will not follow you. They have 15 things that Sunday morning they have to do. Going to church is one of them. You need Anakazu to let them forget about the 14 other things and follow you into the bus to church. How many of you are going to use Anakazu? Are you going to use Anakazu? Eh? Yes. Now, another thing you must know about Anakazu is that the Anakazu man overcomes excuses. Anakazu man overcomes excuses. Get this book. How much is this book? Eh? 20 Ghana cities. Get it. And an Akazo man overcomes every excuse. I mean, I am very happy about this fame that we showed. The man, the pastor overcame every excuse. Say, I don't have water. Eh? And you see, it takes humility to serve the Lord. And when you are dealing with young converts, you see, young converts, they are just like sinners. It takes a long time before you see, you know, a certain type of significant change. So the way their minds works and all that, it's almost like unbelievers. So you have to be patient with them. You have to like, like them. You have to love them. You have to be willing to help them. To serve the Lord. Yeah. One time I heard, you know, of a shepherd. He went to invite somebody like this to go to church. And the person said, are you here? How many of you are here? Give me a wave. Okay. And the person said, I don't have shoe to go to church. And this shepherd removed his shoe. That is and so, and said, wait, and then put his bare feet. Let's go to church. That's Anakazu. That's Anakazu. That's Anakazu. Amen. You go and invite somebody. Let's go to church. He says, I have not, you know, ironed my 
my dress and I have not bathed. Okay, go and bath. Where is your shirt? Give me your shirt. Then you iron it. Iron it. Yeah, put it off. Let's go. Say, I don't have money. Say, you don't need money. There's a bath here. Yes, let's go. I've not eaten. Let's go. On the way, we'll buy house of coke. And an Akazo man must overcome excuses. Because people are not serving God because of excuses. And you must overcome it. And many of you sitting down here, young people, okay, when it comes to other things, you overcome it. Your father locks the door by 8 o'clock. You have a way of going out and coming without your father knowing. Yes. You see, people are smiling. But they are saying, the hey, Bishop, how do you know my, my, my things? How many of you know, realize that Bishop knows things? And, 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 and your father thinks that you are sleeping. And because sometimes it comes to people whether you are asleep. So you have put a certain dummy on your bed. And covered the head. So when your father sees that good boy is sleeping. You have swept him. But when it comes to the face of Jesus Christ, the kingdom of Jesus Christ, okay, you need another, another, addition. Matthew chapter 11 verse 12. You need another uh, word. You need another word. Hallelujah. Eh? And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffered violence. And the violent take it by force. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Aida, you go home. What is uh, so that word there is a word biazo. Okay? Biazo is a Greek word found in Matthew 11. That means to use force or to force one's way into a thing. This is a quality I find liking in Christian circles. We are forceful about everything else except God's work. We are forceful about our jobs, our girlfriends, our marriages. And our, and our future but when it comes to God's work we become like timid mice but see the Bible says that the, 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 the kingdom of God must be taken by force by biazo we must force our way to make the church work to make the kingdom of God come we must use every means 
now listen to me. When they do hear that somebody died because he passed through the rings. Now you tell me. That from your house, let's say from here, do you understand it? To the, to the car park, that is where the bus is. And it is raining. And your ship is saying that because it's raining, he or she cannot come into the bus. You must rise us as a shepherd and say you are coming into the bus. Yes, you are coming. I'm bringing an umbrella. When you get there, you remove your shirt. Put it on his head. Hold him. Let us go. And from the day of John the Baptist, the kingdom of God suffered violence and the violent taken it by Biazo. And then you need a third word. Luke chapter 11 verse 8. An idea. So there are three things that you need. You need the spirit of Anakazo. You need the spirit of Biazo. You need the spirit of Anadea. Hallelujah. Amen. Now let's read from the beginning so that you can understand it. How many of you are here? Are you here? Yes. Luke chapter 11 from verse 1. And it came to pass when Jesus had made an ending of commanding his twelve disciples, he departed thence to teach and to preach in their cities. Now when John had heard in the prison the works of Christ, he sent two of his disciples and said unto him, Are thou he that must come, or do we look for another? Jesus answered, answered and said, Is that a problem? Hallelujah. Luke chapter 11. From verse 5, and he said unto them, Which of you shall have a friend and shall go unto him at midnight and say unto him, Friend, lend me three loaves. For a friend of mine, his journey is come to me, and I have nothing to say before him. And he from within shall answer and say, Trouble me not, the door is now shut, and my children are with me in bed. I cannot rise and give thee. Verse 8. Everybody look at Luke 11 8. I say unto thee, though he will not rise and give him because he's his friend yet because of his importunity he will arise and give him as many as he needed that word importunity is the Greek word anadea everybody say anadea let up your right hand say I need anakazo I need biazo I need anadea what is anadea anadea is shamelessness you see, somebody is sleeping with his children. Midnight. Then you go and knock the door. Go, 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 go. I need bread. The person, what do you need? I need bread. What? I'm, I, I need bread. Shouting for the whole community. You see, it takes shamelessness. But do you know why he was shouting in the midnight? Because he, he had a need. He had a need. Jesus came to save us shamelessly. God became a man. God came and the God that created all the nice hotels, he didn't get any place to be born. He was born in a, in a, a poopoo place among the sheep. Smelly place. Hello? I said Jesus was smelling when they, they gave birth to him. And you, 
you must also smell small to serve the Lord. Yes. Okay? When you go and do evangelism and uh, they insult you, no problem. No problem. They insulted Jesus. So they are also insulting you. The servant is not greater than the master. What they did to the master, they will also do to the servant. You need shamelessness. Sisters, they will look at you and say, ah, but you this beautiful lady, you are preaching, you are holding the Bible. Eh? Instead of coming to sleep with me. Do, do you understand it? Why? Are you, why? I mean, are you not a modern girl? And a modern girl? Shamelessness. Hallelujah. If you are going to grow a strong center, you need the spirit of anakazo. You need the spirit of biazo. Forcing your way into things. It to work. It to work. It must work. And being shameless. This is the first key that you need to grow a strong and a growing percenta. Clap your hands for the Lord. Stand to your feet and lift up your two hands and pray for these three spirits. Stand to your feet, everybody. Every, obey my voice when I give the instruction. Stand to your feet, lift up your hands. Pray and say, Lord, give to me the spirit of Anakazo, the spirit of Biazo, the spirit of Anadea. Lift up your hands and pray right now. Rima kose tezele rakakose lelebo rakakosa rakakosa ya rakakosa ya rakakosa ya rakakose lelelelekosa taha randololo bokandololo bose yandelelelelelebo rakakata zakapayaha rima kondele rima kondele rima kondele rama kondele ya rama kondele ya Rezendele Rakachunde Rakaza Ramakosa Tezele Rakazoye Rakazoye Nimakoye Razandele Zimbolonde Rakacho Rimakose Tezeleko Palado Zekele Rakazo Kolose Rimakasataya 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 Raka Colose, Tesolosia, Raka Sota, Randolo Cosia, Libacada Baba, Bassendi di Abaha, Iacapaco Shaga di Beha, Rapasatata, Rimiacata, Yegedebe, Adacazo Spirit, Spirit of Anacazo, Spirit of Anadea, Idarabasata de Bahata, Araka Papa, Spirit of Piazzo. May it come upon us this afternoon in the name of Jesus. Bakunta badeya, arapa kanda da arimia tabaha, ajika pa kondibiata. Somebody open your mouth and pray. Ayeka tabada baba, anakazo spirit, arapa antoni ni miapa, 
Ariki Pia Kalabapa, Espel of Piazo, may it come upon us, Lord, Aripia Kaba, Ayakapa, Padidia Dababa, Spread of Anadea, may it come upon us, Lord, may we go without shame, Ayakanibia, Azibia Papa, Papa, may we go and compel, Aribia Kalabapa, Azikidibia, Papa, Papa, Padidia, Yakosha. Ayapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapap
Lift up your hands. Father, we receive the spirit of Anakazo, the spirit of Biazo, the spirit of Anadea. In Jesus' name. Amen. How many of you are going to work shamelessly for the Lord? Shamelessly. How many of you are going to force your way for the kingdom of God to work? Eh? Yes. Pastors, there are some pastors here. Your, 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 your people are not here. And there are some pastors here. There are plenty of people. It's the same circumstances. We are all in COVID time. You know, whatever, whatever. But they have made it possible. Yes. And you find pastors, they don't have people here. You are alone here. And you go back into your difficulty. Because there's nobody to help you to work. Hallelujah. Can you pick up my mic a little, please? Now, I'm talking about how to build and to grow strong basentes. The first key is that you must use the key of Anakazo, Biazo, and Anadia. Number two, please keep on standing. Number two, Know the word of God. Know the word of God. Yes. Know the word of God. You see, knowledge of the word of God brings growth. Proverbs chapter 24. Proverbs chapter 24. Proverbs chapter 24. Be not envious against evil men, neither desire to be with them. For their heart is their destruction and their left talk of mischief. Through wisdom, now look at me, through wisdom is an house builded. And by understanding it is established. Let me just even stop here. Go back. Through wisdom is an house builded. Look at me. Everybody here, you should build a house. How are you going to build a house? Use wisdom. The Bible didn't say true money. There are a lot of people who earn a lot of money every month. They don't have a house. And there are people who don't earn much. They're able to build a house. What is the difference? Wisdom. This year, I went to visit a couple in our church. When I went, they were in their own house. They used to be with me at Kolegono and they have moved to Kaswa. So they started coming to our church. So I went to visit them for the first time. And they said to me, Bishop, this is our house. And they said, do you remember teaching a series at Kolegono about how to 
come out of poverty and how to build houses. And he said, the things that you taught us, we decided, because, because, because you can build a house. If you get, if you get 3,000 blocks, that is a three-bedroom flat. Yes. How do you get 3,000 blocks? Okay. One bag of cement, you can produce your own blocks. 30. High quality is 30. 30 blocks. 30. That is one bag. So, 100 bags of cement will give you 3,000 blocks. So, if you decide and one bag of cement is how much? 40 Ghana cities? 38. If you decide as a young boy, a student, you have just started working. Every month, you use 40 Ghana cities to buy one bag of cement. The next month, you don't buy. You use the money to cut the blocks. The next following month, you buy. The next month, you cut the blocks. Like that. Like that. In about two years. I'm talking about your age. You are 22, 24, 18, whatever. In two years, two and a half, you have 3,000 blocks. You have 3,000 blocks. That's it. Yeah. And use your own labor. Get your friend who knows a little into building. Gradually, gradually, gradually. You build a house. You build a house and live in it. Amen. Lift up your hand. Receive wisdom to build your house. No, it's happening to you right now. Amen. Receive wisdom to build your personal house. You see, that is why you must come to church. When you come to church, you hear a lot of things. But let's go back to the scripture. Through wisdom is a house builded and by, by understanding it is established. Verse 4. And by knowledge, watch this, by knowledge shall the chambers be filled with all precious and pleasant riches. Filling, filling of your house, filling of your church, filling of your center, filling of your center, filling of your region with souls comes about by knowledge. Knowledge of what? Knowledge of the word of God. So, one of the things you must do to grow your center and to grow your church and to build a strong center and to build a strong church is by you growing in the knowledge of the word of God. Yes. The main reason why people go to churches is because of the sermon. Yeah, the preaching. The preaching. Oh yeah. No miracles. No. No miracles. Yeah. Some of the biggest churches in the world, there's not even one drop of miracle. And the people are there. Solid. Yeah. Many of the prophetic churches, there's nobody there. That is why they have their services Sunday in the evening or when all our churches are closed and our members can go there. 
one time a very popular prophet, you know, he invited me. Yeah, he invited me. Very popular. I'm sure most of you know him. That, that time when he invited me, he told me that the previous, the previous year, he has preached in about 200 churches. Also. He took me, took me to his auditorium and said, Bishop, when we have programs here, this place is full, but on Sunday there's nobody here. The reason he invited me, he wanted me to train his people to now for him to be able to grow his church. Yeah. Hello? The prophetic will help your church to grow. The miraculous will help your church to grow. But the greatest factor is the word of God. Because the word of God is powerful. And it's stronger than any heart. Uh, any two-edged sword. The whole world was created by the word of God. For by faith, Hebrews chapter 11 verse 3, we know that the wells were created by the word of God. If God framed the world by the word of God, what about your church? Do you understand it? So as a center leader, you should know the word of God. Now the question is that, how can you know the word of God? You can know the word of God by studying the word of God. 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 15. Look at it. 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 15. Steady to show thyself approved unto God. A workman that needed not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Steady. Lift up your hand and say, I shall study the word of God. Yes. You know, listen. The reason why even many pastors you are not doing well. It's because you don't have the word of God. When, when your preaching is full of air. Stories. Fairy tales. Graphic news. Facebook. But no way. I mean since I started preaching last evening to now. If you write the scriptures now. I'm sure you have about 100 scriptures now. you must study them so that you can teach well and when you teach well the people will like to come and listen and listen again Bishop Oedipo who has a large church he said when he started his church the Lord spoke to him he said grow the grass God gave him three strategies one strategy, one strategy of the strategy was that grow the grass and let it always be green and he said the sheep will come and they will eat and they will keep coming the grass is the word of God and keep it green let it always be fresh and anointed. Now, how can you know the word of God? Through having daily quiet time. Through having daily quiet time. So I now want to talk about 
quiet time. Keep standing. Keep standing. Three strategies for a successful quiet time. Three strategies for a successful... Can I have quiet time? All these are books that our prophet has written for us. There's no struggle. Just get them. Understanding the quiet time. Here. Here. It's here. Number one. Set a practical, unchangeable, and regular time for your quiet time. Set a practical, unchangeable. Everybody standing, please. Everybody standing. Unless you are not well, please. Everybody. I mean it. Stand. Set a practical, unchangeable, and regular time for your quiet time. Set a regular time when you meet God. It is very important that you set a regular time for your quiet time. Notice that Moses had his quiet time in the morning. Exodus chapter 34. Exodus chapter 34. Verses 2 and 3. And be ready in the morning and come up in the morning unto Mount Sinai and present thyself there to me in the top of the mount. And no man shall come up with thee Neither let any man be seen throughout all the mount. Neither let the flocks nor heads feed before that mount. Exodus chapter 34 verses 2 and 3. Hallelujah. So, the first strategy for you to have your quiet and quiet time is the time that you spend with God alone. Praying and studying the word of God. You do two things during your quiet time. You study and then you pray. Amen. So set a practical time. What does it mean by a practical time? A time that will work for you. The time that will work for you may not be a time that works for me. So whatever will work for you. The best time, if you ask me, is early in the morning. Because that is when Jesus had a quiet time. Mark 135, and in the morning, rising up a great while before day, he went into a solitary place and there he prayed. Okay, early in the morning, people are not awake, so there's no noise. It is quiet. You can hear the voice of God better. Do you understand it? I mean, you, you, you spend time before with God before any other activity. You feel more, when you wake up, you feel more uh, refreshed. Your mind is working well, you are breathing well. The issues of the day have not started. When the sun comes up small, all the people that you owe, they are coming to your house. You have to plan methods of running away from them. So you better have to pray in the morning that God will deliver you and all, before they even come. And let it be regular. Everything that you do the same time, it becomes part of you. It becomes a culture. So let it become regular. Hallelujah. Eh? 
I like to wake up at dawn and be there. Amen? Can you do that? Number two. Number two. Withdraw from the presence of other people. Withdraw from the presence of other people. Exodus chapter 34 verse 3. And no man shall come up with thee. A quiet time is a time when you are alone with God. You cannot develop a personal relationship with someone unless you are alone with the person. Okay? So, many Christians uh, say, uh, we are doing devotion together. My wife and myself, we are doing devotion. My wife and my family is good, but that is not quiet time. God told Moses, don't let anybody come up there with you. Quiet time is between you and God. I get what I'm saying. Let me give you some enemies of quiet time. How many of you want me to give you enemies of quiet time? Number one, your bed. Hmm. Don't have quiet time on your bed or near your bed. Number two, your pillow. Don't put your head on your pillow. Now let me ask you this question. How many of you, you woke up, I mean you were very audacious. It's like, Charlie, this morning dear, me and God, we are going to be here. I'm going to read my Bible. You know, you sat on your bed or you bent on your bed. Then you started, you know. Then after some time, you realized that you were at Aboboloshi Market. Then you met your classmate that had traveled to America about 15 years. He said, Charlie, how? How is the COVID there? You started speaking, then he had bought a new car, so he gave you a lift to go to, you know, this, how many of it has happened to you? You see, you have slept. And you are dreaming. Number three, enemy, your wife. Number four, enemy, your husband of quiet time. Don't sleep by your wife to have quiet time. Don't sleep by your husband to have quiet time, especially your husband. And your wife, too, you see, because when your wife is asleep and you're having your quiet time, you are, you are, you are just focused on God. You are really, I read a verse, you are meditating on it. Very serious. And your wife is asleep. And suddenly, she turns like this. And, and the cloth drops. <laughs> you, you, you see, the devil tells it, oh, quiet time, you can do it any day, brother. Look, be happy here. Let's enjoy life a little. That's the end of your quiet time. Abena. Yeah. Or you the wife, you are having your quiet time. This guy is sleeping, and when he wakes up, when he wakes up, he puts his leg on you. He begins to do certain things. Say, Look, brother, you are worrying me. So when you wake up, God said, Don't let 
anybody be there. How many of you are understanding it? Huh? Yes. So when you wake up, find somewhere. Go to the kitchen. Go to the compound. Go and sit under a tree. Find somewhere and be there. You and God alone. And God will bless you. God will speak to you. God will teach you. Clap your hands for Jesus. Keep standing. Keep standing. We are all, we are all standing. Number three, create an atmosphere that is conducive for fellowship of God. Create an atmosphere that is conducive for fellowship with God. You can do this by playing good worship music in the background. Hallelujah. So these are the... Sorry? Three strategies for a successful quiet time. Set a practical, unchangeable, and regular time for your quiet time. All right. Withdraw from the presence of other people. Number three, create an atmosphere that is conducive for fellowship with God. Seven steps to an effective quiet time. I'm, I'm teaching you how you can know the word of God and be full of the word of God. Yeah. Yeah. You see, many of you, God is going to use you. Oh, God is going to use you. Yes, God is going to use you. You are going to be powerful men and women of God. You are going to be missionaries, pastors, apostles, church planters. Are you receiving that grace in the name of Jesus? Yeah? So you better be full of the word of God. You must know the word of God. Now, so you have created the atmosphere. How can you have an effective quiet time? Number one, pray to begin your quiet time. Pray to begin your quiet time. Thank the Lord for the day. Thank him for lifting you up. Thank him, thank him for the fact that you are healthy. Others have died. But you are not dead. You are alive. Thank the Lord for a wonderful day. I get what I'm saying. And bless him. Step number two. Read a passage from the Bible expecting God to speak to you. Read a passage from the Bible expecting God to speak to you. And there are several ways of choosing your daily Bible passage. You can choose a book from the Bible which you read from verse to verse every day. So choose a book. Dan, uh, John, Matthew, any book. Now as young Christians, I would advise you to go to the Gospels first. So all the potential uh, percentage leaders go through Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, especially start from John. 
And when you finish John, all right, then you go to Matthew, Mark, Luke. Go to the Gospels first. Know the words of Jesus. Know the works of Jesus. Know Jesus. And then you go into the other books. Huh? Another thing is you can choose a personality from the Bible whose life story you want to follow. So you can decide to uh, uh, learn about David. So that means you have to be reading 1 Samuel and 2 Samuel. You may want to study about Joshua. It means that you want to study the book of Joshua. I get what I'm saying. Eh? So a personality. I remember uh, many years ago, the Lord led me to study about David. And uh, when, I, when I studied 1 and 2 Samuel, the Lord showed me 40 different things. He gave me 40 different lessons about David. 40. David was a very wild man of God. Okay? Or you can take the passage suggested in your daily reading guide. Now, let me say this. Some people use uh, daily reading guides as their quiet time. And that is the end, you know, of it. I, I get what I'm saying. But I would say that, okay, read the Bible. Read the Bible and then the guide must be supplementary. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's very important. Very, very important. No one is above the word of God. The word of God is the word of God. And commentaries and things like that, sometimes, as you grow in the things of God, you will not agree with what the, the way the person is explaining. You will not agree. You will not agree. Yes. Okay, sometimes I read a commentary and I don't agree with what I... Because I also have the spirit of God. It's not as if I don't have the spirit of God. The person has the spirit of God. I also, you know, so he feels that the Lord spoke to him. Me too. I feel that the Lord is speaking to me by the same spirit. Okay, but the Bible is a Bible. So read the Bible. Then now you can read the 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 the, the guide that somebody has written. Can I have an amen? I am talking about seven steps that will help you to have effective quiet time. You need to study the word of God to be a man approved of God who without shame teaches the word of God. You need the word of God. And by knowledge, the chambers of your church and your basenta will be filled. Your church will grow. By knowledge of the word of God. Hallelujah. Know the Bible. Know the Bible. Know how to open the Bible. Know the chapters in the Bible. Mr. Basanta leader, know the chapters in the Bible. Mr. Pastor, know how to open the Bible, please. And it comes by daily quiet time. This morning we had quiet time. And tomorrow morning, God willing, we have quiet time. Tomorrow morning, God willing, we have two things. We have, you know, a little prayer 
and then quiet time, and then we are going to do witnessing practice. Yes. Yes. By the time we live here, you know how to study the word of God. You know how to witness. And you know how to start a bar center. Clap your hands for the Lord. How many of you are happy that you are here? God is changing your life. I say God is changing your life. The days of your greatness are here. The days of your greatness have started. Nobody thought that any good will come out of you. But God is about to make you a great person. You are going to be the greatest in your family, in your community, in your town. Receive the grace of God. Something is changing about your life. Something is changing in your destiny. People didn't think that any good good thing will happen to you. But God, as you serve him, is changing your life completely. 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 Hmm? Yeah. Yeah. One day you look at your life and you think, into me, Pamini. Now why am I saying, Irade? What's the sanity? What's the Come on, lift up your hands and sing it unto the Lord. Now I am to be your song. That to be your song. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Only good things are going to happen to you. You keep on serving the Lord. Keep on serving the Lord. Because you shall serve the Lord. I can't hear you. You shall serve the Lord. You shall serve the Lord. You shall serve the Lord. Exodus chapter I think 23, 25, 26. Who did that? Huh? 2325. And you see that I Come on, lift up your hands. Mami 
Lift up your hands and sing unto the Lord. And you see, a J. May you are yellow. A J. Are you lifting up your hands and worshiping Jesus? Mafa Ojamo Na Ojano want to me as you say God is going to be with you I said as to serve the Lord He will deliver you God will deliver you God will look after you God will bless you God will keep you God will establish you Menina, Worship Jesus and answer.
Give her the mic, please. Quickly, quickly think. That is going to be your story. As you serve the Lord. Secretary, everybody now. Everybody now. Where You may be seated. Listen. Keep on serving the Lord. Only great things are going to happen to you. Job chapter 36 and verse 11. Is your prophetic blessing. 
If they obey and serve him, they shall spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasures. Receive that in the name of Jesus. If they obey and serve, how many of you are going to obey and serve the Lord? Then get ready to spend, okay, all your days in prosperity and your years in pleasures. For you shall serve the Lord and I can't hear you. I say you shall serve the Lord. Hallelujah. That's why you must know the word of God. So number one, eh? talking about seven ways you can have an effective quiet time. Pray to begin your quiet time with. Number two, read a passage from the Bible expecting God to speak to you and I've shown you how to choose a place to read. You can take a book of the Bible and read it small, 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 small. Like right now, I am studying the book of Luke. Small, I started long ago. I can't finish. I'm only in Luke chapter 9. And today I read only one verse. Only one. That's all. I'm okay. Yeah. And then I'll be chewing on it. Okay. Or you can take a Bible character. Moses. You want to study about Moses. It starts from Exodus. Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. And then he finishes a few verses in Joshua. That's it. It's finished. Moses. Amen? You want to start study about the prophet Elijah. It starts from 1st Kings chapter 17. Yeah, first key chapter 17, chapter um, 18, chapter 19. By chapter 19, he's, he's throwing his uh, mantle on uh, Elisha. I got what I'm saying. And then in second uh, Kings chapter 2 or so, it's over for him. So you can follow. And then you can also use your daily guide. But I said that Okay, I'm advising you, read the Bible yourself and then read also the guide as supplementary or complementary. I wouldn't advise you to, like your way of knowing the Bible is just through Bible guides. You will not be deep. And if the person is in error, you're also in error. Hallelujah. Number three, meditate, okay, meditate on what you are reading. Meditate. To meditate means think through and soberly reflect on what you have read. Think through, I don't know why you are writing plenty, write just a a few, but get the books, it's all here. But maybe one or two points so that you don't sleep. If you do not think about what you are reading, you lose a major blessing from the word of God. Paul told Timothy to think about the word of God. Second Timothy chapter 2 and verse 7. Consider what I say. And the Lord give thee understanding in all things. Now look at it. Consider what I say. To meditate means to consider, to think deeply. 
to think deeply. Today, my quiet time was Luke chapter 9, verse 18. Put it up. Luke chapter 9, verse 18. The Bible says, okay, Luke 9, 18. And it came to pass, as he was alone praying, his disciples were with him. And he asked them, saying, whom, whom say the people that I am? But I was, I just even looked at the first two lines and came to pass that as he was alone praying, his disciples were with him. So I was wondering that, ah, but if he was alone praying, how come the disciples were there? Do you it? So I went to another version, NLT. Look at the NLT. NLT. One day, Jesus left the crowds to pray alone. Only his disciples were with him. Then I got a deeper understanding that he was praying. He didn't go with anybody, but he went with his disciples. Which means that as a man of God, there are times that you must take only your key disciples to go and pray with them. And my mind went back to, you know, the prophet. This man from here, we have been coming here for about 20 years. When he used to bring a few of us here, to come and pray with you. So that is another way of praying. That you are praying and your key people were there. So I was thinking about it. So the reason why many people say, when I read the Bible, I don't understand, is because you don't think about it. What you are reading. I get what I'm saying. The psalmist said, I have seen the end of all perfection, but thy law is exceedingly broad. Exceedingly broad. You can never, because the word of God is God. How can you know God? You have finished knowing God. So these are all signs that pastors you must look out for. Some of your pastors, when, so in my cathedral, when I'm preaching, I insist that all pastors must listen. Sit down. One day, one day I spotted a pastor. He was, he was not even coming to church. Then the day that he came, he was just outside church as I was preaching. So I said, sit down, brother. I stopped the preacher. I said, sit down. You must value the word of God. Look, let me tell you something. The word of God has the power to change everything about you. You know, one word like this from God, it, change, it will change your life. Yeah. In, in this book, the Holy Spirit book, I narrated how we went into cells at the Cologono Cathedral when the church was finishing. And God's just one word. It moved us from a church that had finished under 200 to thousands. Yes. The word of God. All that you need is one, one word of God. So have respect for the word of God. Have what? Respect. High respect. And when you hear the word of God being preached, being preached, humble yourself and sit down and listen. Don't walk around. But all those of you at the back Moving up and down, up and down. Okay? Don't do that. Hallelujah. I have gone home. You know, I am teaching you how you can grow and build your percent. And I'm saying that you need the key of Anakazo, Anadea, Biazo number two. You need knowledge of the word of God. Because Proverbs chapter 24 verse 3 says, by knowledge, the chambers are filled. 
Knowledge is a powerful key for church growth. Yeah. When your church is not growing, one of the things that you don't know much. Because you must know so many things to put it together for the church to grow. When your business is not growing, you don't know much about what you are doing. Rabbi, amen. So the third strategy you need for effective quiet time is to meditate. When you read, you see, don't read a lot. Just read a few words. When you are having your quiet time, it's not the same as reading graphic or social media posts that you read like that. No. You take your time. Sometimes one word. Sometimes I can stay on the same verse for a couple of days because I have not really understood it the way I want to understand it. So meditate. So Paul told Timothy, 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 7, look at it. Consider what I say and the Lord give thee understanding in all things. Yes, versions. Let's move into versions. Think about what I'm saying. The Lord will help you understand and all these things. NIV, reflect on what I am saying. You see, you need to, when, 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 when an important person is speaking to you, reflect on it. Think about it. The reason why sometimes some of you, you don't benefit from the presence of great people is because you don't even listen to what they are saying. And sometimes you, 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 when they start to speak, so I know it. I know it. But if you knew it, you will have the fruit that the person has. The fact that you don't have those fruit means that there are things that the person knows that you don't know. Hello? So meditate. When you meditate, you catch revelation. Something will be revealed to you. You see, the word of God, okay, when, when you read the word of God, the word of God is hidden in covers like this, seals. It's covered. The word of God is inside. When you meditate, the seal is open, then you see what is inside. That is revelation. And it is revelation that makes you to take actions and do things. When the Lord told me, go back to area fellowships, to Basentes, in 2008, around October or November, that is it. He changed the church. Completely. So meditate. Okay? Meditate on the word of God. Rabbi, amen? Seven keys to effective meditation. Number one, read the passage slowly. Read it slowly. Number two, do not read a very long passage unless it is necessary. Number three, stop at any verse that strikes you and think about it. Now, let, 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 let me show you something. How many of you realize that the same common scriptures, no, not common, the same scriptures that people know in the Bible, almost like all Christians know them. In other words, all Christians, or most Christians know John 3.16, uh, 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 Romans 3.23, Romans 6.23, uh, do you understand it? 
eh, eh, Romans uh, 1 16. You know, scriptures, even when you go to the to the to the to the old testament, scriptures, you know, there are certain scriptures that it's like many believers know them. Why is it so? Why is it so? Because the Holy Spirit points out the same thing to all of us. So every time you are reading the scriptures, look out for verses that strike you. They just jump at you like that and pay attention to them. Are you here? Go home. Are you here? Number four, think about the meanings of the words you are reading. When you read the Bible, don't think that you know the words. That is why you must have a dictionary. You must have a notebook. You must have a pen. These days, we don't use some of these things, but you can do all of that on your phone or your tablet. But check the meanings of words. Check the meanings of words. Check the Hebrew meanings. Check the Greek meanings. To know what the word is saying. Don't, don't think that you know it. You don't know the word. You don't know it. So, when it says, meditate on these things, you must check the addition. What, what does it mean by meditate? So that you understand it. And check the Greek meaning. Meditate. Can I have an amen? Huh? Number five. Think about how the scripture applies to life in general. Think about... So when you are reading... You see, I just gave you an example that today when I have my quiet time, I was thinking, what does it mean? Then I realized, oh, okay, so Jesus was praying, but he went with only his disciples. So what does it... How does it apply to me? It means that as a pastor, I must also have times that I go to pray. Okay? And when I'm going, I take my core people to go with me. That's what I've learned. That is why I can say God has spoken to me. If you don't meditate, you can never say God has because you, you just read to the Bible and close it and then go. But I see God speaking to you. I said God is going to be speaking to you now. Number six, whisper to the Holy Spirit Say, help me, Holy Spirit, to understand your word. Father, give me the spirit of wisdom and revelation. And number seven, decide on a practical way to implement the scriptures that you have learned. So that is what it means by meditating. Can I have an amen? Can I have an amen? All right. As I was giving you seven, I'll give you four. The last one, write down whatever the Lord tells you. Write down whatever the Lord tells you. Amen. So do you think you are going to be able to know the word? Huh? Stand to your feet and lift up your hands, everybody. Stand to your feet and lift up your hands and pray and say, Lord, Give me a great desire for your word. God hears every prayer. Stand, stand up please, everybody, and lift up your hands and pray. And say, Lord, give me great desire for your word. Let me desire your word. Let me know your word. Let me understand your word. Give me revelation in your word. Lift up your hands and pray. Lift up your hands and pray. 
Reconde, 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 raconde, razonde baracose, tezeloko payaza, ramakosata, ricapaya, ricampaya, ikondelecosete, randolo, sandolo, randolo, randoloa, 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 ajindolo cocasota. Let up your hands and pray. Lord, let me love your way. Lord, let me love your way. Lord, let me love your way. Lord, reveal your way to me. Great desire for your work, Lord. I am 
in Jesus name lift up your hands father grant unto us a great desire for your word Holy Spirit teach us the word of the Lord draw us to the word of God every day in Jesus' name. Amen. Clap your hands for the Lord. You may be seated. How to build and grow a strong basenta. Number one, the key of Anakazo, Biazo, and Anadea. Number two, the word of God. Study the word of God. Number three, prayer. Prayer. Hallelujah. How many of you want to grow strong percentage? You must be like Jesus. You must pray. I want every potential percenter leader and every percenter leader to pray at least one hour every day. At least one hour every day. Matthew chapter 26 and verse 41. Matthew. Verse 40. Verse 40. And he cometh unto the disciples and findeth them asleep and said unto Peter, What? Could you not watch with me one hour? Could you not watch with me one hour? A lay pastor must pray at least two hours every day. A full-time pastor who is busy, has a lot of work, must pray at least three hours every day. A young full-time pastor coming up in the ministry must pray like seven hours every day. Pastor Foster, yes? Have to spend five to seven hours every day praying. Basenta leaders who don't pray, that is why your work doesn't, your church and your basenta doesn't grow. Yeah. 
Jeremiah chapter 10 and verse 21. Never forget this scripture in your life. Lift up your hands and say, I will never forget this scripture in my life. Jeremiah chapter 10 verse 21. For the pastors, the basental leaders, the shepherds, have become brutish and have not sought the Lord. Therefore, they shall not prosper and all their flocks shall be scattered. Are you seeing it? If you don't seek the Lord, you will not prosper in the work of God and your sheep will always be scattered. Always. Prayer is very important. Why must you pray? Because Jesus prayed. Jesus prayed all the time. Before he started his ministry, he prayed. Eh? Yes. Matthew chapter 4. Matthew chapter 4. Matthew chapter 4. Then was Jesus led up of the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, this is before he started his ministry. Luke chapter 4. Luke chapter 4. And when he had, and Jesus being full of the Holy Spirit, Goes returned from Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, being forty days tempted of the devil. And in those days he did eat nothing. And when they were ended, he afterward hungered. Before he started his ministry, he was praying. And when he started, Mark chapter 1, verse 35, every day he went to pray. Look at it. And in the morning, rising up a great while before day. He went out and departed into a solitary place and there prayed. Jesus, oh, hello, Jesus, the whole Jesus. Hmm? That's why you must pray. And the Bible says, let's look at that scripture again, rising up a great while before day. That is why the prophet makes us to rise up at 3.30 to pray. And many of you, how many of you have been taking part in the flow prayer meetings on Tuesdays, on Thursdays, and on Fridays? I want honest brothers and sisters. Lift up your hand. Lift up your hand. Eh? Tuesdays. Thursdays. Put your hand down. How many of you join on Thursdays? And the Holy Spirit wakes you up to pray. Now we don't tuma kata uti. So mina kakranka hu. Obejana abo 9:45. Flow prayer meeting 3:30 when you start. So let me spell it on. Then when you open your eyes, Bishop will say, "Now take the bread." Now, now, now take your bread. He said, Oh, communion. Communion. 
you get it? Jesus woke up a great while before day. Before day. So 3 o'clock, 4 a.m. Wake up and pray one hour. Now look at me, everybody. One hour of prayer for your ministry, for your life, would change everything in your life. Everything will be okay. If I try it, that from now to December, you pray one hour about your job, about your bar center, about your school, about your business, only one hour. So many challenges that you are facing in life, they will all disappear by the power of God. Amen. So a basanta leader must pray one hour every day. And then on Saturday evening, you must also pray at least one hour for your members to come to church. If you don't pray on Saturday evening, Sunday when you go, they'll be scattered. And a pastor must spend Saturday evening praying Amen? My pastors and myself, we pray several hours on Saturday together. Are you understand what I'm saying? For the service on Sunday, for the Holy Spirit to gather the people. So pray. Prayer makes you a man of authority. When you pray, you'll be anointed you see, Jesus went to pray. And then in Luke chapter 4 and verse 14, look at what the scripture says. Luke chapter 4 and verse 14. And Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit. After prayer. Eh? Yes. Okay? And then now, when he went to church, he was prayed, he was anointed. So what did he say? Verse 18. Luke 4, 18. He said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. I'm anointed. Because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He was talking big, big, big things. He, he used to walk around like I mean, a carpenter. Nobody knew. Now, look at the big, big west. Look at the big west. Because he had anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, To preach deliverance to the captives. And the recovery of sight to the blind. To set up them and liberty that, them that are bruised. Big, big, big things. But in verse 23, verse 23, and he said unto them, you will surely say unto, unto me, this proverb, physician, heal thyself. Whatsoever we have, had, we have heard done in Capernaum, do also here in the country. In thy country. Continue. And he said, very, very, I say unto you, no prophet is accepted in his own country. He just moved away and started doing some other things. And then he started preaching. When he started preaching, they said, wow! This man's preaching is powerful. Then he started working miracles. I get what I'm saying. Yes. Jesus was not afraid of anybody. Uh, they came to call him that. Somebody was dead. He said, let's go. Power. Prayer releases power. Prayer releases anointing. Prayer makes you a man of authority. Through prayer, you bind and destroy 
the works of demons that are destroying your bacenta. Yes. Yes. The works of demons that are destroying your bacenta. You bind them. So prayer is very, very, very important. Amen. And there's a book here. How to pray. Can I have it? I gave one of the people who came to pray one. The brother who got it, please use it well. How to pray. How to pray. Amen. How to pray. Get it. Hallelujah. And study it. How many of you are going to pray? Stand to your feet and lift up your two hands. Ask the Lord to anoint you to pray. Stand to your feet and ask the Lord to anoint you to pray. Stand to your feet and ask the Lord to anoint you to pray. Tell the Lord, anoint me to pray. Anoint me to pray, Lord. Anoint me to pray. Anoint me to pray. Anoint me to pray. Anoint me to pray. Oh yes, Lord. Lord, anoint me to pray. 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 In Jesus' name, lift up your hand. Father, anoint us to pray. Anoint us to pray. Draw us to prayer. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated.
believe you have been blessed by this message. We invite you to worship with us at the Anakazo Assemblies Cathedral of Fakokaswa. Please note our service time. Sunday, 9.30 a.m., Jesus Encounter Service. For prayer, counseling, and further inquiries, please call 0278-888-884 or 0543-289-289. The numbers again, 0278-888-884 or 0543-289-289. God bless you.